Ladies and gentlemen, Batgirl, this is for you. For this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. Batgirl. 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 Cue the music. I don't know what we're yelling about. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're gonna build a time machine into a car, why not do it some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Conversation anyway. Whoa! Hello. Hello. I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm a Fulia and I'm the man with the plan with the dinner plan. Hello, I'm a Michael Lister. Hey. <laughs> yeah, and you are now experiencing a podcast called Fred. Yes, Whee! experiencing it through the mediums of the interwebs and everything that we hold dear, including Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, but not TikTok. Mm-mm. Not no. yet, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> soon, baby, soon. Yeah, maybe soon. Maybe soon. Maybe, maybe soon. Oh, dear. Uh, cool. Well, it's been a week. Let's check in with what people have been watching. Fulia, my, my dear. Yes. Um, what have you watched in the last seven days? Um, well, I've watched a couple of things. And um, one, one of them were, is, or, you know, was is anyway English, uh, <laughs> um, a little cute little cartoon series on Netflix called Molang, and it is um, it is very cute. It is a like a chubby little rabbit, and he's got a little friend who's a little yellow chick, and the chick's name is Pew Pew, <laughs> and they are I think they're made by French artists. Because the way that they um, the way they sound, they kind of sound like minions. <laughs> so right. slightly French. <laughs> slightly French, um, but they're kind of they kind of sound like minions, but a lot cuter because it's made for like babies and toddlers and because they're very yeah. Um, so. <laughs> Uh, I'm really enjoying that, and they're, and they're like about three minutes, three to four minutes each episode. Um, I've only watched like the first five; they're very cute. Um, so I've been enjoying that. Um, uh, going over to the Disney Plus side of things, um, I've also watched the Marvel Studios Miss Marvel. Hey. Oh, is that up, is it? That yeah, is up. That's up. Hey, all right. I know what I'm watching this week. Yeah. <laughs> it was... I don't... I write that down. Mm. Write that down. <laughs> Which I've um, already seen, so... <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Uh, and I really, really enjoyed seeing all of the things that they did and how they brought it all together and the excitement that Imam Volani had becoming, you know, Kamala Khan. Uh, so, yeah... Just the way that they brought it all together. Do you know that um, Karachi was actually filmed in a Thailand backlot? <laughs> yeah, I, I did know that, yes. In Bangkok. And I was like, so uh, like surprised when they said that. I'm like, holy crap, really? 
So I was like, okay, that's fine. Um, <laughs> it w- looked really awesome though. Yeah. Looked things so looking good. like things is always good. Yeah. Uh, I absolutely loved watching that. So that was one, I think. And the last thing that I got to watch um, has to do with a certain little robo kitty. Um, I watched Lightyear. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm in love with socks. (laughs) He is, he is the Toy Story version of Baymax, but more sassier. Oh, okay. Sassy kitty, sassy kitty Baymax. He's a sassy kitty bot and I love him so much. Um, you know, I think he made the Lightyear film a lot more fun to watch. Meow, 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 meow. Yeah, meow, 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 meow. Beep boop, beep boop, beep boop. Beep boop. Um, so, but it's, he's, the, the character is essentially similar to Baymax in the fact that he is a companion for Buzz um, to, like, not only as a, uh, to help him with all the tech stuff, um, but also he's like a psychologist. He's a, um, he's an entertainer <laughs> and he can be a cat. There are, there are some cat moments that socks has in the film and it's adorable and just made me giggle. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Nice. Like when he's, when he's, when he switches to laser, laser light and he starts trying to pounce on the laser. <laughs> Being all cat-like. Very cat-like. <laughs> so good. <laughs> um, but overall, the film itself was actually really enjoyable. Um, and, you know, Chris Evans did a great job as, as Buzz Lightyear, I have to admit. He did a very good job. Um, they did, I don't, yeah, there didn't need to be a Tim Allen for this one because at the beginning of the film, there's like a title card that states... That this move, this film that we're watching, is the movie that Andy watched, and that's where the toys came from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, I really liked how they put that all together. So I'm just like, awesome, cool. Uh, so yeah, um, Lightyear, a lot of fun. Absolutely enjoyed it. Highly recommend. Go watch it, even if it's for socks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nice. Because I want to watch it again for socks. Because <laughs> I went in a little bit of a deep dive afterwards and watched, watched like scenes and stuff again on YouTube, like finding clips and stuff. So I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> More socks. More socks. Uh, are you becoming a crazy robot cat lady? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not really a cat person either. I'm more of a dog person, but yeah. <laughs> well, robots is probably the next best thing. Thank you for for that glowing review of Lightyear Fulia. I, yes. I am definitely going to watch it. 100% watch it. Yes. Do it. Yes. <laughs> well, it's on Disney Plus now, so. It is. Exactly, exactly. It is, it is. Although it is. The, one thing, the one thing I'm sad about is that being that it was such a good film, I wish I saw it at the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, I just, every time I th- hear it, I'm just going to think back to my hilarious experience with 40x and the fact that i 
I've seen the first five minutes of it <laughs> in 40X. Because <laughs> yeah. you were meant to see Top Gun Maverick? No, it was uh, Jurassic World Dominion. Jurassic World, yeah. Yeah, which they did eventually put on. But, yeah, it was it was very funny. And I just liked <laughs> that I, I figured it out before everybody else did because I recognised <laughs> it's not the Universal logo, that's the Disney logo. What is this? Because <laughs> yeah. I'm that much of a movie nerd. Anyway. Give me dinosaurs. <sighs> Give me shitty dinosaur movie. Um, Michael, what Give have you... Give me a shitty dinosaur movie about <laughs> bugs. <laughs> about, yeah, about fucking locusts. Uh, oh, let's not tangent into that, please. I've already no. talked about it. I don't want to do it again. I want to put people through that again. Michael, what have you been watching? Tell us. Uh, just to piggyback off um, Fulia, uh, uh, last, last week... Last week? Yeah, last week. Um, I actually took uh, my uh, my little girl to see Lightyear in the cinema. So, so I should have waited until it was on Disney Plus. I could have saved some money. But um, slowly teaching her how uh, the the common etiquette of going to the cinema. Nice. Uh, and it was great because it was only me and another mum with her daughter. So so <laughs> we had the we had the run of the cinema. So nice. it was great, and, and watching that, it's like, yeah, it's kind of cool. Socks, yeah. <laughs> Even though Socks did a a, a cool trope that uh, I like in sci-fi, where um, you give it an algorithm, and over the years, it, it figures it figures figures it out. Yeah. So so that's pretty cool, because um, it, it takes centuries. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Spoilers, possibly, mm. for a movie that's already been out for a while. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but interesting premise as well. So. Yes, very. Yeah. Nice. Mm. Very cool. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I've been still watching my uh, Letter Kenny. So I've finally finished season one and two, and there's still more to go, and I'm enjoying every minute of it. And the wordplay and just the Canadianness of of the entire thing. So, yeah, uh, I really enjoy it, and I think the guy who who's the main guy in it would be an excellent Wolverine. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably too tall, though. Well, so so but, is Hugh Jackman. Yeah, but well. but I can sort of see. I, I want to see Wolverine being like a short king and just being a rabid. Wolverine, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, he, you, you, yeah, he would be good. He would be good. Yeah. Yeah. So a short king, just schnick. Schnick. Uh, short guy. So yeah. Uh, also, Netflix uh, released a three three episode doco on uh, Woodstock '99, uh, mm-hmm. which, which I have seen. It's called Trainwreck. So it's pretty much sport on how well it went. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, Wood, Wood, Woodstock 99, and there hasn't been one ever since. I wonder why. <laughs> Watch it to find out. Uh, yeah, on Netflix. And another thing that is a bit of a weird um, thing to watch and needs a bit more explained about it, but a couple of years ago, Sony, um, uh, the uh, animation department, uh, was uh, in development of a Popeye movie, if you don't know. 
And I remember were, that. Yeah, and they were trying to get like a Popeye thing done by the same guy who did uh, Hotel Transylvania, and it would be like that sort of ah. uh, style of like uh, CGI rubber hose sort of cool stuff. Like I, I actually really enjoyed um, Hotel Transylvania in that in that vein of yeah, like, same distorted sort of um, animation and not mm. just fixed models that just walk around, you know, sort of like the Pixar. It was his own real cool beast. So, yeah, they tried to develop it, but nothing, and they just cancelled it. Uh, but there's a sort of a sneak peek that was released online that had, like, what it would have looked like uh, of Popeye and Olive Oil and and all those guys. And the thing that I watched was this week or last week someone uh leaked the animatic of the entire movie oh really oh? yes and it it was legit because sony uh took it down pretty quickly oh, <laughs> shit so it, it is out there and i've watched it uh it fell off the back of a truck i don't know how that uh, how it yeah. came into my position. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, so I watched that, and it was pretty good for an adaptation of Popeye, as well as a, a kids' film to introduce Popeye to like the younger generation. I will say, a bit weird to spoil something that hasn't been released. So <laughs> uh, I enjoyed it, sort of up until the ending, where. <laughs> Where it sort of went, you know what? Fuck character growth. And it did something like right at the end. And I thought, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and sort of, sort of, uh, on a standpoint of like motives and, and all that, it was great. And how, uh, Popeye was sort of learning about himself and learning how to be like a true hero sort, sort of thing. Like, uh, giving giving the the uh, antagonist like a second chance, and and yeah, and everyone was all hunky dory until the end, and then there's another guy called uh, Bluto, and he sort of gets his comeuppance of no one wants to like celebrate with him, like give him a hug or anything like that, and then all of a sudden just Popeye just punches him, and he's like. I've waited for so long to do this. And then, whack. <laughs> uh, in slow motion. And and it's like, and teeth. And, and then, end card. It's like, okay, weird ending. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I can sort of see why it didn't really uh, took off. <laughs> Especially if they're going to have that ending. Uh, yeah, it was great. It was a sort of a great animatic, and you can sort of see what was going on. Uh, for an animatic, uh, and uh, uh, Popeye was voiced by Tom Kenny, so yeah, by uh, SpongeBob himself, uh, who lives on a pineapple under the sea, <laughs> and he was going to be Popeye. I, I do like uh, Billy West's version of Popeye, but I think if we're going to have a a new Popeye, uh, the voice is very <laughs> draining to listen to. So um, Tom Kenny sort of did sort of a nuanced uh, version of Popeye that's sort of more acceptable to the ears. <laughs> so 
It can't be like this all the time. <laughs> so yeah. that was that weird thing that I watched and experienced. <laughs> it was so random. Yeah, it was. It was. And I thought, like, oh, this could be interesting. And I watched it and I thought, like, I'm better for it. Nice. Yeah. I'm glad. What about you, Kendall? Have you watched anything weird or obscure or stupid? <laughs> um, well, I've definitely watched um, some weirdness this week. I It's so funny, the fact that you guys have kind of talked about kid-related things. I have gone the complete opposite and watched pretty much nothing but horror and supernatural this week. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Which I love. You know, Popeye had its supernatural things. <laughs> yes, spinach making a scrawny man able to beat anyone's ass. It's very yeah. cool. It's very, very cool. The power of food. <laughs> um, so uh, three three things that I've watched this week that I, I would like to mention, um, starting with I went to the movies and I saw The Black Phone, um, which was fan-freaking-tastic. I've heard it's good. You, Michael, you have to watch it. You are gonna love it. It's so good. <laughs> like it's 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 very Stephen King horror sort of. Oh yeah, like okay. it's really good. Um, yeah, no, I really liked it. Like I wasn't like it took a while to get into. It, it was a bit of a slow burn to get into the meat of the story for me. But once you're there, it was just yeah. It was it was really good. And there's some like decent like jump scares, but nothing like too over the top it's very much more of a general atmosphere kind of a horror vibe um but it's just yeah it was it was really cool i really really liked it um quite a bit um yeah so i highly recommend the black phone um glad to have finally seen that uh and then um <laughs> i in the space of a week i have watched the entirety of the series, What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah. First season. <laughs> no, the whole thing. Oh, the whole thing. <laughs> I've done the whole thing, <laughs> which is three and a half seasons at this point. That's a fair effort. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I think it's funny that I actually had the time to do all that. I mean, all the episodes are, they're like 20, 25 minutes. So yeah, super. it's, yeah. I, I watched season two in one sitting. Um, like that's how quick, like I just, it just, it only takes you like two, three hours to really burn through, uh, a season. Um, so yeah, but I'm, yeah, I, I, it's freaking awesome. Um, I, I, <laughs> shall we talk about it? <laughs> we can talk about it. What is um, your highlight? What is my highlight? Oh my God. Um, maybe every time Nando opens his mouth, I just love the way he speaks. It's just. <laughs> Nando. So the relentless. The relentless. Um, the relentless. Um, have you, are you up to date, Mike? Have you seen the most recent episode? No, I think I've only seen the first two and then our um, uh, account sort of uh, f uh, finished. So maybe down the track when, okay. it's all, when it's all done and then I'll just jump You're right just, into it. Okay, cool, cool. Because I don't want to, that was something that. No, I, no, yeah. don't spur. This, I mean, the, this week's episode was very good. Um, yeah, I think TikTok sort of spoiled it for me. 
Just because Stay off it then. <laughs> I can't help it. It's just literally because there was just I and I love Matt Berry so much. Matt. Like, <laughs> Matt. <laughs> Human. Human form. <laughs> But there was just he. There's a, a line of dialogue he delivers in this episode this week that was just like the most iconic, like <laughs> Matt Berry delivery of all time. It, I mean, what was it? Gay is in. Oh, it was that was in terms of the dialogue said that line was was fucking awesome, and the internet lost its shit over it. But <laughs> but the other line, the other line was just a just a very mundane line but it was the way he said it and i'm not going to ruin it for you because it was just oh Bad. i lost my shit um <laughs> but anyway i yeah i i fucking love this show it's fantastic it's it's um it's not as laugh it's not like laugh out loud funny like all the time but it's it's consistently just enjoyable yeah like these it is humorous it's very humorous it's very very humorous um i love nadia so much she's probably my favorite uh character i would say um Mm -hmm. just because i just i just think she's um a goddess she's fantastic um (laughs) and i also love the way she speaks um i love the way they all speak it's just very very good um but yeah yeah i'm so i'm very glad to have finally sat down and um Watch that and freaking Mark Hamill showing up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> they just said, "Hey, do you, do you want to be in it?" It's like, sure, I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They've gotten some absolutely amazing cameos in, uh, throughout the show, so it's very, very, very cool. Um, yeah, so up to date on that now, which is exciting. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to mention, uh, was, um, a, a Netflix series that debuted on Friday, um, which was The Sandman. Mm. Um, Sandman. I still have to wait for time to just see, see that. I was going to watch it today and I thought, no, I need to be in the right headspace for it. No, yeah, that's, that's totally fair. Cause it's, for someone like me who hasn't engaged with, the the graphic novels or the comics or what have you um there is a lot of world building that you have to mm. really be in the right frame of mind to kind of take in um because i was finding myself like if i wa- my brain wandered for a bit and i came back i'm like oh shit go back watch again um but it's but that being said i mean i've only seen the first four episodes i think there's 10 all up of the first i think I think they have said this is the first season. There's going to be more. I think. Mm. I, ho- I hope so because it's really, really good. Um, like holy crap! I'm really, really enjoying it quite a bit as well. It's um, yeah, just Netflix is throwing all the money left over from Stranger Things at this, and that's it. Because um, it just looks it looks amazing. The the visual effects are outstanding, and just the aesthetic of the whole thing and the vibe of it. It's very much. Um, its own kind of f- flavor, I guess. Like it's, yeah. I mean, we've seen versions of these characters and other media, but done in this way is just, yeah. So I'm, I'm very, very happy with it so far. So yeah, Mike, I look forward to talking to you about it when you watch it. Um, Fully, you might, you might get something out of it. I mean, it's not scary. It's not scary. I was actually considering watching it. Yeah, you should. You should. It's yeah. You should. Like it's not really scary at all. 
Like yeah, if you you can if you can handle supernatural, you can definitely handle Sandman. I think. Okay. Or, or Lucifer. But Lucifer's an action drama. <laughs> this is With more... comedy elements. Yeah, this is yeah. It's a very different version of the same character in this show. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This is darker. <laughs> this is this is very very dark. Yeah, mm. but very cool. It's very yeah. very cool. So um yeah. Sort of like the omens without the humor. As much. Mm. <laughs> More law-abiding and... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And mythical and mystical. Mythical and mystical and blah. Yeah, so three for three wins for me this week in terms of the things I've watched. So I'm very happy. Yeah. Um, very happy with that. All right, so that's enough from us on that. I think it's time to get into the week that was now in the nerdy news. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most s, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. Oh, it's my new favourite pronunciation of my name. Thank you very much. Kinder! Uh, hey, Kinder! <laughs> Get down from there! <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, God. Okay. I, n- I needed that laugh. That was great. All right. Compose so. yourself. Yes. This is serious. This is serious. We have to be serious. We do have mm. to be we do have to be serious for a seriously sad reason. Um because we have to start off the news with um some sad things to report, unfortunately. Um because we have lost three very iconic women in the entertainment industry this week. Um starting with uh the legend that is Nichelle Nichols. Uh, she passed away at the beginning of the week at the age of 89. Um, of course, uh, you know, if you're watching or listening to this podcast, you'll know who she is. Um, she was the original Uhura on Star Trek, the original series in the 60s. Um, she played this, uh, the character again many times in the movies. Um, she was a complete icon and um a leader for females in the entertainment business um there are a lot of a lot of women who probably wouldn't have careers or wouldn't have had the opportunities uh presented to them especially women of color uh if uh, Nichelle Nichols hadn't been there first um so to lose her is a, a great sadness but um but uh, the legacy she leaves behind will live on forever literally um, she was also a, a pioneer outside of her work uh, in acting. She was actually uh, uh, part of NASA for a brief period of time in the 70s and 80s. She uh, actually helped to recruit uh, astronauts um, into the space program when they were launching the, the shuttle program in the late 70s. Um, you know, the people that 
are people again of color who not normally and women as well who wouldn't have normally gone oh yeah i'm gonna be an astronaut because you know in the 60s with the space race there was pretty much the whole field was white men um and then uh yeah with the shuttle program coming in she got she got brought in to to assist with that and um yeah a couple of the astronauts who sadly perished in the challenger disaster were actually recruited personally by nichelle nichols so um yeah it's just an incredible legacy that she leaves behind um and um yeah may she live long and prosper um Mm. pat carroll also passed away this week um at the age of 95 for those who aren't aware who pat carroll is you will know her voice very well because she was ursula herself in the little mermaid 1989 you might Um, know her voice. Yes, yes, you will. Um, she was an Emmy Award-winning uh, TV actress as well. Um, did many, many TV shows uh, in the early days of television. Uh, a lot of comedy work, and uh, yeah, and then of course the thing she's most known for is Ursula. Um, what an uh, what an iconic performance. Um, <laughs> you know, you can't really top. Uh, you know, Ursula, I feel like to this day, it's been over 30 years, but uh, that's got to be one of the greatest, uh, arguably, uh, villain performances in all of Disney, um, mm. I would say. Um, so uh, so Pat does also leave behind an incredible legacy, um, that is for sure. And then, um, to bring it closer to home, uh, we also lost the wonderful Judith Durham uh, this week, uh, at the age of 79, she was uh, the lead singer of the Australian band, the Seekers, uh, who, uh, were quite big in the 1960s, um, thanks to their, uh, smash hit Georgie Girl. Um, they actually, uh, topped the charts in the US and the UK and knocked the Beatles off the number one spot. Um, and after, uh, you know, a few years of success, the band ended up breaking up and, uh, and then would reunite a couple of times um, over the next 50 years. But, um, yeah, uh, she was a, a, a pioneer, a Melbourne woman, a pioneer, local girl, makes very good, um, a pioneer of the Australian industry of music and uh, will definitely be missed um, by many, many people. Um, oh, gosh, so many sad things to say. Um, <laughs> mm. We're going to miss all of these women so much um and uh, the world wouldn't be the world won't be the same without them but we you know we'll never forget them um fulia my dear um do you have any thoughts on the passing of these great women uh look to be honest um rest in peace to all three of them um we are definitely going to be missing them in our world uh nichelle nichols obviously huge huge star in star trek and um, although I've never really watched it uh, before, I know that she was very well known in all of the different iterations of Star Trek, um, including animation voiceovers, um, cameos in other animated shows like The Simpsons and Futurama. Um, so, yeah, definitely going to be missed. Um, Pat Carroll... Uh, after finding out that she was Ursula, then found out that she was actually the English voice actor of Granny in My Neighbor Totoro, which you just recently watched, Kendo. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
the universe is uh, smaller is than, f- you, than it usually is. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say freaky bitch, but yes, that's also <laughs> accurate. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Holy so shit. That particular one definitely hit me a little bit more. Oh, um, my goodness. Yes, 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 Ash. She was in Totoro. She was the granny. Um, in the English dub of My Neighbor Totoro. And um, she did such a great job. <laughs> yes, in that she did. Yes. As well. Oh, Absolutely my brilliant. Uh, and, you know, iconic Ursula. <laughs> like, who can. No one's ever going to forget that voice, ever. Um, so that was amazing to see as well. Uh, so, Pat Carroll, definitely going to miss her, for sure. <laughs> mm hmm. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Uh, Michael, your your thought, your thoughts on these these legends? Yeah, I'm not necessarily a, a, a trekkie, uh, but I know as mu- as much to just get me by. And yes, the absolute powerhouse of uh, Nikhil Nichols and her contribution into the fandom, and as well as uh, as well as what she was um, at the time, like. Uh, at the time, being 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 America in the sixties, there was still there was still Jim Crow laws, and there was getting the Civil Rights Act, like getting that done. So, see, seeing a, a woman of color in in charge of an actual station was like unheard of, and mm. it was sort of a break breakthrough uh, with that. And having said that, um, unfortunately. There was still a bit of trouble behind the scenes of of Uhura actually doing anything on the show because there was a lot of storylines that um, they uh, they wanted to do, but Paramount said, "Well, we can't really do that because you know it's of its time," and and all that. And having said that, um, she really wanted to. Uh, leave in the middle of it because being an actor it's like well i can't really do anything really there's there's nothing to sink my teeth into and 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 then someone told her it's like no what you're doing is really important that uh you're actually um you're showing like everyone including uh showing everyone of of um who are who is black that there is that there are african-americans in the future i mean they've had the jetsons where there was no people of color in the future hmm (laughs) really and (laughs) and so so and and your contribution is what what makes it more powerful that there we are in the future we are and the person who actually convinced her to stay on was was martha luke uh, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. What? Really? Yes. <laughs> Holy fuck! I didn't know that. Yep. Wow. <laughs> uh, uh, to show, to show, like little girls, uh, little black girls out there, say, "See, we can do so. We we can do something." And one particular black girl saw saw Ahura and says, "I could be whoever I want to be," and that was Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, stop. <laughs> And in and in return, oh. Wolby Goldberg got a starring, uh, well, uh, guest starring role on the Next Generation. Yeah, <laughs> far That's out. That's awesome. Far yeah. out. So she will be missed, and also the first <sighs> interracial 
um, Kiss as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the story behind that is the uh, higher ups didn't want that to happen. Nope. <laughs> they did. They did a couple of takes. It's like they they wanted a couple of takes where they can actually cut it out, but they only did uh, they only did the kiss once, and 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 William Shatner, being being <laughs> being the asshole that he is, decided no, we're going to leave this in, and I'm going to fuck up every take that is the one that. We don't kiss, so you have to use that take. <laughs> <laughs> well, he he was a good asshole in that case, then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bit of an asshole uh, in, in real life, but you know, you, you get to be that when you're like in your nineties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Pat Carroll, well, yeah, just just a a voice of a generation, like, uh, one one of the best, like. Disney villains that we've had and probably will never top. I mean, up there with all, all the other girl bosses, villains. It's like, don't don't mess with me, man. <laughs> and the best ones. Uh, yeah, and Judith, well, my mum's a big fan of Seekers, so we've had that playing throughout the house ever since I was a wee boy. And, and yeah, it's just a, just a shame. And, and all of them, rest in power. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, oh gosh. Okay. All right. Let's 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 move on and lift lift the mood upward and onward. Um for some speculation. Some <laughs> <laughs> some speculation that I'm just mm. I'm 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 using to uh, get me through the day. <laughs> Yes, Fulia. For those for those listening and not watching, Fulia just held up her Moon Knight pop vinyl to the camera. Um, uh, I don't have any memorabilia. Hold on, I'll just, I'll just moon the camera. No, 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 no. You stay put. Oh, is that not? It's not that type of cam. No, no. Okay, you get to pay extra for that. Yes. That's it's when not- we. That's when we have our OnlyFans. I was literally that's about to make the listenator OnlyFans. <laughs> Oh, boy. Hey, hey, you can see my bum. <laughs> Join my only fans and you can see my bum. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, next in the news, um, <laughs> we got some Marvel-related uh, uh, news for you guys. Um, but it is definitely speculation slash hearsay slash rumours um, at this point because... <laughs> um, because... Uh, earlier in the week, um, there was a certain TikTok video. Speaking of fucking TikTok, um, <laughs> <laughs> that's where I get all of my information. Yeah, <laughs> reliable source. Um, TikTok on TikTok, there was a video that was put up that kind of uh, blew up a small quarter of the internet for a brief <laughs> period of time before it went away and back into. Oblivion, because um, <laughs> now no one's talking about it. Um, but I'm going to keep it alive because Moon Knight might be getting a second season. Might, might, might. Very might, might be. However, we also might have been trolled. Um, there is a possibility of both. It's a 50-50 <laughs> shot. The TikTok video was um, this young lady who I've seen in different articles described as Muhammad Diab's daughter and Muhammad Diab's uh, niece and also just a fan. So 
good job, news sources. Um, and she says, so, you know, is there going to be a season two? And then the camera pans to Mohammed Diab, who just looks like he's caught off guard. And he's like, what, of Moon Knight? And then the camera pans again, and it's motherfucking Oscar Isaac. And I was not prepared. <laughs> <laughs> I was not prepared. Fucking sexy motherfucker. Um, and he's... With, and he's with, and with his beard. With his beard. <sighs> his beard and his curls. Atreides. And, yeah, very much. Yeah, very Leto Atreides vibes. Um, but yeah, and the camera pans to him, and then he just and he just says... Uh, what a, why else would be, we be in Cairo? See, I can't even get it out. I'm that excited. Why else would we be in Cairo, he says. And, that, and then he makes a face. And, I mean, I, I mean, I mean it when I say I've been living off that video for the last three days because fuck me. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> I hope, yes, yes, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, I didn't I, expect it to be uh, a news article, though. <laughs> well, <laughs> look, there were... There, look, in my defence... There were a couple of generally reliable news sources that also kind of reported on it. Um, like, I think comicbook.com and comingsoon.net and maybe Gizmodo. I don't know. Something else. I saw Nerdist post about it on Instagram. So there was some, some reliable news sources. Anyway, um, the likelihood, I will admit, is, is probably they were just trolling us because Oscar was in Cairo uh, with Muhammad. And they just maybe thought it was funny <laughs> to do a thing, or or it could be it could be legit. And with D twenty three around the corner, who knows? Um, who knows? I'm excited. Um, I'm gonna uh, stupidly hold on to hope, but who knows? Um, <laughs> the second thing uh, that is also speculation at this point, but is probably actually more likely to be real. Um, was uh, Pat Oswalt, uh, the wonderful Pat Oswalt, uh, was on Good Morning America during the week, um, and uh, he dropped that Eternals two um, is is happening, and Chloe Zhao is coming back to direct it. Um, but he he said it in such a matter of fact way that Marvel had already announced it. Um, mm-hmm. This is not the case. <laughs> um, I love you, Patton, but no, that's not that's not that's not true. Um, Marvel haven't commented on this either. They haven't commented on Moon Knight season two. Of course, they're not going to. Uh, again, D twenty three. If we, if probably, or the Investor Day. If we hear anything about either project, um, but Eternals two, I would say, is more likely to be real because, obviously, Kevin Feige has a plan, and um, Eternals one set up a bunch of stuff you know, obviously with some post-credit scenes and the way the film itself ended. So I would say we're more likely to be getting an Eternals 2 than uh, Moon Knight Season 2, but we'll see what happens. I'm very excited, nonetheless. Fulia, Mm. crush my dreams, go. (laughs) I I dare you. Um, Well, you are in separate rooms. I know. Yeah. Maybe (laughs) Maybe that's why I have this cold and I'm... So I can stay away from you. <laughs> uh, look, I I want to believe that Moon Knight season two is coming, but it's it's hard when we haven't gotten any other news from Marvel or Disney at all about it, apart from the director and the main star of the show. 
So I'm going to wait until D23 and see whether they'll bring it up then. And if it doesn't come up then, then it's not happening. There's still the investor day folio. I know, but <laughs> they would have mentioned still- it. Next year's Comic Con. Comic Con, Julia. <laughs> yes. D23. 23. D24. Yeah, look, I, I want to believe, but I just, I need, I need more information from the, directly from the actual sources <laughs> to be more excited about it. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as I loved season one love the show so much um i i just i need something more concrete is what i'm trying to say uh, yes yes i yeah. hear you very fair <laughs> very very fair yeah as for the eternals 2 film um i don't mind not getting not getting it to be honest even if you know like i, I was happy like eternal the first eternals was quite long um, it was all right. It wasn't great. Yeah, it was fine. But it was all right. Um, so I'm happy to just leave it there. <laughs> 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 to be honest. <laughs> Amazing. Yes. But you know, if it if it does happen and it does come out, I'll probably still go watch it anyway. It's fine. <laughs> I just don't, it's not this. I just don't have the same excitement for that. As I would for Moon Knight season two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, agree, agree. Um, thank you very much, um, Michael. Michael, <laughs> then, your your thoughts on this? Uh, these MCU rumors. Uh, the MCU rumors. Um, I do like Moonlight just as a single TV show, and I would like to see Moonlight in doing other suns, especially with um, Moonlight Suns. When we get when we're also getting uh, Blade and, and yeah Mid- Midnight Suns yeah Midnight Suns and doing uh, doing and, and having Blade and and maybe maybe um uh, n- not Night Rider Night Rider yeah Night Rider Ghost Ghost Rider Ghost Rider Night Rider what <laughs> <laughs> too many things because uh, there's possibly a Ghost Rider uh, cameo in She Hulk coming up so. They are setting things oh. up, so mm. ho- hopefully uh, the uh, Moon Knight will do do a transition into either a Midnight Suns TV show or even a, a movie, mm-hmm. something. So yeah. they so they all can have a team up team up movie over there, and then we can have Young Avengers team up movie over there, and we can have the Avengers all the way, and then they break the universe, and then finally get X Men to come back. Anyway. <clears throat> with that uh eternals uh my grievances with the eternals movie is there was a lot of lore to put into a movie where yeah. it should have been a tv show then mm. then we we can like like dwell upon it and like speculate and also uh, uh get like uh the equivalent of a 6 hour film that's been cut up into different episodes and then we can sort of learn about the history of the universe and history of our world uh, in the 616 universe in the marvel universe and how and how worlds are created because it's a very dense 
it's very dense law and if you're new to sort of concepts of that then it is a bit jarring and people go no 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 too much too much i don't want to read genesis all over again please uh but they are setting up for for stuff because pat novel's world is is pip and and he's also murdoch so he's he's got to come back for that (laughs) (laughs) then the then then the stop motion animation uh, thing has got to be canon in the in the MCU. It's got to be. It's got to be. Come on. It's on. It's on Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah. It's got to be all connected. It's got to be. All connected. If you if you're introducing Harry Styles to do a t- uh, to be a character, they got to do something with it. Mm, mm-hmm. I mean, there are a lot of like. Uh, teens who are now adults now that have still got a thing for Harry Styles. It's like they gotta gotta keep them, gotta keep them, gotta keep that sort of area of the fan base sort of going at it on Tumblr. You know, <laughs> I mean, I'm not that, but I can money. We need more money, mm. money that side of the fan base. So they need to do something with that. And and what happened at the end of the Eternals is. <laughs> Gotta do something. Yeah. Sorry, Ash just said Harry Styles equals Mephisto. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the character that Harry Styles is playing, I can't remember his name. Star Fox. Star Fox. Eros. We need your help, Star Fox. No, wrong one. Yeah, isn't it Thanos's little Bro- brother or something? Yeah, Thanos- yeah Thanos's brother. Hotter brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, he gets um, he gets representation from She Hulk because uh, he got me tooed <laughs> in a in a run in the comics. Apparently. Yeah, okay, so. that's funny. Yeah, yeah. So it's all rumor. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hate, I hate speculating rumors because it's not set in stone. Yeah, and Mephisto's okay. got to be in. He, he, he's got to be the bad guy in, in the Midnight Suns. Well, that, I was actually going to say that. Yeah, that would be funny. Like Mephisto is the bad guy <laughs> of Midnight Suns. It's got to be a very campy Mephisto. I want. I want that. Yeah. Campy. Yeah. Campy Mephisto. Yeah, so something like the 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 robot devil from um, Futurama. Futurama, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd Played be by sweet. Dan Castellaneta. Yeah, 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 do it. it. Yeah, do the voice. Do it. <laughs> uh, brilliant. All right. Um, what about you, Kendall? <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. Let's move on to the rest of the news, which is all DC related. Good. Yeah, crossing the pond. Palette cleanser. Get some hmm. real movies in. <laughs> Get some. Well, what we're about to talk about isn't a real movie anymore. Um, it is. I've seen pictures. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So, yeah, um, I'm I'm really annoyed about this one. So, Batgirl isn't happening anymore. Um. DC, Warner Brothers, Discovery. It's just all a shit show. It's it's a fucking shit show. Uh, <laughs> earlier in the week, um, yeah, it was announced by by Warner Brothers. 
that uh, they would not be moving forward with Batgirl. Um, it was supposed to be released on... Di- uh, I almost said Disney+. Plus. Lol. Um, you? <laughs> I tell you, I'm contractu- contractually obligated by blood to talk about it. Um, HBO Max. It was going to be on HBO Max. I think uh, I was either later this year or early next year it was supposed to come out. Um, they'd spent $90 million already making it. It was uh, heading towards the end of its post-production. They were doing test screenings, apparently. And um, due to the uh, recent change in management with the Warner Brothers and Discovery merger, um, they've yeah they've decided, the, the new CEO has decided that he doesn't really want to invest in a in HBO Max the way that the previous CEO did, um, so they are really shaking things up and changing up the game. Um, there there is a lot of kind of speculation as to why Batgirl um, was cancelled, um, but you know there's been you know things about like bad test screenings, like apparently it didn't it didn't test well, um, or you know they're trying to save money. Um, Warner Brothers and they because they you know money is a big 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 problem for them um, at the moment and uh, you know so even though they've already spent 90 million dollars um, apparently it might be a tax write-off now for them um, yeah. so within that- the contract uh, they've got until like August mm. um, they set their affairs in order and they can pro- probably just save money by not releasing it and they can only do it in that certain time. Anything after us, then you have to release it. Uh, otherwise, you lose, lose money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's why there's a lot of things like they were going to be like set up and released. They decided, well, we go, mm, we're going to stop that. Yeah, yeah. Cut our losses and then re- restart the the entire thing over again. Yes, yes, essentially. Um... Yeah, so we're going to get into it a bit later in the podcast, but um, but yeah, they're they're also changing their 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 plan for the DC um, universe essentially, and uh, looking at something actually committing to a ten year plan um, in the same style that uh, Kevin Feige has kind of done with Marvel Studios at Disney. So um, let's see if they put their money where their mouth is. Um, regardless, I'm very very sad um, that this movie is not coming out because um, regardless of the rumours and talk about the the negative test screenings, um, I mean, I was very, very excited to watch this movie because, you know, it's it's the first... We're supposed to be the first Batgirl movie. We've never had a Batgirl movie. Um, Leslie Grace was, you know, seemed like she looked the part to me as Barbara. I liked the outfit. I liked the look. Um, we were going to get Brendan Fraser as Firefly. That would have been fucking sweet. Um, but then, of course, the thing that pisses me off the most is that this was going to be our return, the return of Michael Keaton to the cow. Um, and in fact, one of the directors, because the two directors of this actually directed uh, a bunch of Ms. Marvel episodes. Um one of them on their Instagram put up a photo of um, Leslie Grace and Michael Keaton, both in costume as Batgirl and Batman. And, and I'm just, I'm just real sad and real angry about it. Cause I was, yeah, 
it it's just very disappointing um leslie grace took it in a stride though um she uh tweeted or posted on instagram about it and and just said thank you for the love and belief uh allowing me to take on the cape and become as bab says as bab said best my own damn hero um so yeah so she handled it handled it very well publicly um yeah so disappointing disappointing um i'm gonna save the rest of my ranting for later fulia yes um what are your initial thoughts on the the cancellation of batgirl um look to be honest i'm i'm a bit i'm a bit surprised that they decided to go this way to be honest um it would have been really nice to see um a different hero brought to life um i don't think we've ever seen batgirl in anything recently to be honest like any sort of screen adaptations not live not live no not live action no yeah um so it is sad to to hear that this is not going to happen at all um i agree with you kendall her look looked really awesome the suit that she got to wear um i'd say there's still going to be a lot of people who's going to end up cosplaying as batgirl even though no one's like that it hasn't been brought to life yet oh yeah um because there's photos of it out there so people are just gonna like put together their own versions of um which would be really cool to see and um yeah i would have really liked to have seen it you know brendan Fraser, one of my favorite actors um and he would have been awesome as a villain (laughs) Mm. so um yeah sad that it's not it's not gonna not going to be seen now so yeah mm, yes yes it's no good michael um Hello. without without going too much into it because obviously we've no. got it we'll save it for later but um what are your initial thoughts on on batgirl being cancelled um probably with the test screening uh, i have heard that people were a bit confused on why michael keaton's batman is in this particular iteration of uh, Batgirl, and also, uh, is this part of the Snyderverse or not? Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's one of the reasons why um, uh, Ben Affleck is rumoured to be doing uh, reshoots in the Aquaman movie. Because mm. people got confused as, oh, why, why is Michael Keaton here? Surely it's Ben Affleck. Because... Um, uh, Flash hasn't happened yet and we don't know what's happening in that uh, and all these mo- movies were meant to be after the Flash but that's been pushed back for different reasons not to get into and yeah I think it's just people got confused and, and just the studios just hedging their bets which is annoying because I really wanted to see it. I really want to see a live-action uh, Bat Batgirl movie mm-hmm. because the last Batgirl thing that I saw on the cinema, I had a lot of trouble with. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it is the Killing Joke. Why attack on that? Thirty minutes at the start. No, I don't. No, no. Yeah, nobody asked for that. <laughs> no. The fucking problematic bullshit. No, I don't. (laughs) 
It, just, it changes Batman in a completely different life. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's, that's a whole other fucking podcast, isn't it? Yeah, it's before Me Too, and obviously... Jesus Christ. Anyway, yeah, I'm I'm just bummed out, and it's it, it's it's going to this this movie is probably going to live in infamy of what could it have been because they can't release it like at all. Because mm. if they do, then the the uh, the contracts will come alive, and then they have to pay pay it out, right? Yeah, it's annoying. It's really annoying. Mm. And J.K. Simmons coming back to do Commissioner Gordon. I know. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> it's gonna be like it's gonna be like Tim Burton's Superman. Yeah, Superman returns. <laughs> literally. I'm oh, not yeah. returns. Superman lives. Sorry, Superman lives. Yeah, Superman lives. Yeah. With, with Nick Cage uh, as as Superman, mm. long hair Superman, mm. and. Well, at least he got to play Superman in in uh, Teen Titans Go. The yes, movie. yes, he did. <laughs> I like it when they do that because they also do Billy D. Williams doing Two Face in the Lego Batman movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so good. Love it. Love it. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> if you know, you know. Something for the diehard fans. Yeah. <sighs> Annoying. Annoying. All right. Well, let's let's move on to something that's uh, slightly less annoying. Um, Joker, Joker two updates this week. We've got a couple. Um, first off, uh, we have a release date uh, for Joker Folia Deux, uh, which is uh, coming out not very soon. Uh, so hopefully the next two years will fly by because uh, it's coming out on the fourth of October, twenty twenty four. Yeah, that's if they don't fucking cancel it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Pin that for later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it's slated to come out then, uh, which will mark uh, five years after the original film um, by the time that comes out. So uh, it's a long time, but that's okay. Uh, I think I stated the first time we talked about this sequel when it was announced that I don't think we need this at all um, because the first film is, was a masterpiece, in my opinion, and it doesn't need to be added to in any way. Um, however, uh, I do remain cautiously optimistic about this sequel because the other thing that they confirmed this week, um, Lady Gaga is in this movie. Um it was all but confirmed, really, um, but uh, she posted on her um, her social media uh, this week the little teaser that goes for like seventeen seconds, um, <laughs> set set to the 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 lovely song of Cheek to Cheek, um, and it's the silhouettes of of uh, Joaquin's Joker and uh, um, Lady Gaga as we're all assuming Harley Quinn. Um, although they haven't confirmed that yet, but it's very, very likely. Um, and they're just dancing and then he's laughing and then that's it. Um, so yeah, yeah. Look, Gaga's in it. I love her. I'll watch her do anything. I think she's incredible. Um, and Joaquin's on board with this. Todd Phillips is returning to direct. So there are a lot of green flags in terms of this movie being 
at the very least watchable. Um, so, and the approach of a musical is something we haven't really seen done like this ever before, especially in like a, uh, a superhero realm, so mm. or comic book realm, if you if you will. So, I'm very curious to see how that all pans out. I just hope it's a good movie. And uh, and it doesn't tarnish the original film in any way. So, fingers <laughs> fingers crossed. Um, Fulia, do you have any thoughts on uh, on this news from Joker Fulia Du? Um, well, here's the thing. I haven't seen the first one. So I have no idea what to expect out of this. However, I feel like Lady Gaga being brought onto this is another soundtrack project for her. Um... Because, you know, her music's awesome. And why wouldn't you have Lady Gaga in your films? Very true. <laughs> very, very true. Um, the IMDb credits say that she will be playing as Harley Quinn. Um, but then again, IMDb isn't exactly, you know, that's more of a fan curated information. Um, because anyone can edit that these days. Um, but I'd say from looking at that little teaser... She's deaf. I feel like she's going to be Harley Quinn mm. in this instance. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, look, I don't know. If does that is that gonna make me want to watch the first one? Yeah. I, mean, I don't. Know. <laughs> That's I all had, I've got to say about it. <laughs> I had some thoughts. Yes, <laughs> regale us with those thoughts. Uh, I. I reckon you could probably watch this one without watching the sec- uh, first one. Yeah, probably. I think that might be right. Because I don't think it's an actual sequel, like continuing story of, of uh, Arthur Fleck. Because mm. the, cause the ending of the first one was so... Um, still questions in the air of, uh, are we following... Um, an unreliable narrator or not mm. like the question uh, question marks are still there mm-hmm. and and uh, the the director also says that uh he wanted to keep the alan moore sort of killing joke feel of uh of um joker's backstory uh, of it being uh multiple choice because that's one of the best lines in in uh, the killing joke is like if i'm going to have an origin story i would make it multiple choice because <laughs> mm-hmm. there's no definitive answer of of the joker's um backstory which that that's why i i liked joker so much because it, it definitely it it's a a film buffs wet dream of of analysis it's like why are the clocks only that we see only have the same time? Like, with, with every shot that's got a clock, it always has the same time on it. It's like, why is that? Why? <laughs> so good. So you can put so you can put your own sort of sort of um, take on it, which which is really great. And um, if the rumors are true, and this is going to be like a sort of quasi musical. I'm up for that. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of musicals, but if it's like um, a genre that's been ta- taking into sort of the um, comic book realm, just like uh, the first Joker 
um, movie was like Martin Corsese films, uh, like Taxi Driver and all, all that. All those elements like brought forward into like a comic book um, origin story. I'm, I'm, I like it. Uh, give me more, please. <laughs> That's if it doesn't get cancelled. But whatever. <laughs> And Lady no. Gaga is is great. Um, mm. uh, I'm actually quite surprised uh, on how well she's actually jumped from being a musical performer to um, actor, mm. especially after Star is Born. It's still phenomenal, that movie. Mm. And, so good. And my wife was actually watching it not uh, like the night before. And uh, I was still watching <laughs> Lady uh, Kenny. And I was doing like a, a quasi Canadian accent. <laughs> it's like, stop it! Mm. Seems like she's singing with a broken heart. <laughs> uh, Amazing. Yeah, I love annoying my <laughs> my wife. <sometimes. laughs> anyway, Kendall. Yes. That's my thoughts. Thank and you. And keep the release date, maybe. Hmm. Yes. I haven't even got a 2024 diary to put it in. Ah. Oh. They don't sell them yet. No. <laughs> they won't until next year. <sighs> the nerve. All right. Well, we got one more thing to talk about in the news before we move on out. Um, the Flash TV series that has been... Uh, a long-standing member of the Arrowverse on the CW, um, is finally coming to an end. Um, the Flash is going to be ending with season nine. Mm. Um, it not long ago wrapped up its eighth season. Um, so season nine will be, I believe, uh, premiering in early 2023 and we'll have a 13 episode final race to the finish. Um, so half, so basically, yeah, or pretty much just roughly half of a normal uh, CW series season. Um, so yeah, that's. I mean, I I haven't watched it in a, in a couple of years. I've talked about that before. You know, they they did their crisis on Infinite Earth storyline, and <laughs> uh, and Where's I was go there, and I was satisfied with how that turned out, and uh, Arrow ended, and then yeah, and then. Yeah, they they can't they they ended Supergirl and they've cancelled Legends of Tomorrow and and they've cancelled Batwoman um, and now the Flash is ending. So um, to quote, <laughs> I think an IGN article I saw, basically the CW is uh, the CW Arrowverse is dead. Um, so that's sad. It um, is no more. It has ceased to be. It's expired and gone to meet its maker. Yeah. It's a stiff. It's Reft of life, it rests in peace. If he didn't nail it to the purse, it would be pushing up the daisies. <laughs> He's off the twig. You know what I'm quoting from, don't you? Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm yes. vilified. Yes, good. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, it's, I, I'm, not, I'm not really sad to see it, it end because I'm just annoyed that it, got, it gets one more season than Arrow. Arrow got eight seasons and The Flash gets nine. For some reason. Uh, but hey, Mid that's okay. <laughs> Middle finger, maybe. 
It's okay. I did see, I even saw another thing on the internet talking about a theory, and I didn't read into it because I was like, that's not going to happen, um, of, of how the the Flash series could lead into the Flash movie. And I'm like, no, that's, they're not doing that. <laughs> I mean, that'd be fucking cool. I mean, you know, with the way things are, Grant Gustin is about to become available. Mm. Hmm. What could we do? Um, that's not going to happen, Kendall. Um, stop talking about it. Fulia, you don't have any thoughts on this. Michael. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Michael. Michael, yeah, Michael, Michael. Um, what, do you, what do you think about um, The Flash coming to an end? Yeah, I think I've only seen the first season. The best season. Okay. Well, it's true. I can't really judge it on that merit. <laughs> I've seen like the first six seasons. I think I stopped in season early season seven or season six. I don't remember now. Yeah. Time. Anyway, go on. It's all right. Um, yeah, just to tie up some things for season nine and basically the entire universe. So maybe it's part of... Yeah, I don't know if they're going to <laughs> refilm the entire thing. Or maybe just the end is like, uh, oh, all of a sudden that the Flash that we've been watching um, since, when was it? Uh, Dawn of Justice? Did we first meet Flash in Dawn of Justice? Uh, it- yeah. Yeah, yeah, because that was when that nightmare sequence was. It was in Dawn of Justice. Yeah, so maybe the Flash that we've been watching has always been the reverse Flash, and then that Flash has to die at the end, and then we're we're getting the Barry Allen that we want. That'd be cool. As a collective. (laughs) But I, I don't know. I doubt it. I think I think they're just going to walk away and then do it. Meh. If it's one, if it's one season longer than the than Green Arrow, as as it should be, because I think I, I don't want to throw aspersions around here, but I think Flash is probably the most popular one. Yeah, I think that's probably fair. That's probably why it's endured as long as it has as well. Yeah. Uh, where, uh, where, <laughs> where Green Arrow walked, the Flash ran. Is that the is that the thing? That 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 works. Yeah. There we go. I've said my piece. Wonderful. Thank you. For a TV show that I've only seen one season of. And I appreciate it very much. Yeah. Thank you. Barry right. Allen should just get over himself. <laughs> so your dad's in jail, whatevs. Been wrong, wrongly convicted to be to be the be his wife's killer. What? We've all been there. Shut up. <laughs> oh, I have to eat so much because I burn so much calories. Mm, I wish I was that special. <laughs> you fucking lab experiment gone wrong. Anyway, anyway, that was amazing. Uh, <laughs> let's 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 wrap up nerdy news now. That's done, done, all done. Um, epic nerdy news. Now it is time to roll on up to the trailer park. 
rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeehaw. It's trailer park time, and boy, do we have a good trailer to kick off um, this week's trailer park with. And that is, of course, uh, the trailer for Andor. Um, all the shit, I want this show right now, and I'm annoyed that they delayed it. God damn it. Um, getting that's... getting the CGI done right. <laughs> well, I don't know. It looks fucking awesome already. So Yeah, but um, it's a trailer. It's only little bits. Mm, it is mm. only little bits, true. I shouldn't go all in on a trailer. <laughs> I need to stop doing that to myself. <laughs> Be more critical. I, I've been burnt before many mm-hmm. times by Star Wars. Um, anyway, so look. Trailer, trailer criticism aside, um, I, yeah, I, I don't know. It looks, it just looks really good. It just looks like a side of the Star Wars galaxy that we've never seen before. Like we've just, we, I don't know. And especially to talk about, I mean, yeah, we can see now how it's tying into, I guess, the, the Skywalker saga of it all, which is like the formation of the rebellion is clearly a big part of what this show is going to be. Um, I mean, Andor still looks like a supporting character in his own show. Um, <laughs> so that's, that's fine, I guess. Um, but, um, but there was more of him in this trailer. Um, I, so I hope he's, he's, he's more of the lead, but I, I honestly don't mind if it's more of an ensemble show either way. It just kind of feels weird if you name the show after a character and then he's not, uh, you know, He's not the main character, you know. Boba Fett fans, do you feel me? Um, <laughs> what do you mean? He was in every single episode, bar two. Mm. Yep, of his own show. Uh, <laughs> he needed a break. He it's needed fun. a break. Yeah, he had to. He had to. You know, learn how to write a banther. Uh, banther, fucking. What was it? No, learn how to write a fucking what, rancor off screen. Yeah, um, that's what we. R- yeah, write it like a banther. Write <laughs> a rancor like a banther. Um, it took some time out in a the tank. Yes. Yes, he did. Lots of the tanks. Um, ho- hopefully there'll be no the tanks in this series. Um, however, I will I will say I am starting to feel like Stellan Skarsgård just plays the same dude in everything. Because <laughs> he's always this, like... <laughs> older man who's just like rumbly and grumbly and it's fine because i like him and it works but i'm like i watched the trailer again and i was like nah, okay he's doing that same thing he's 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 yep he's the jason mansukas of star wars um <laughs> anyway <laughs> who also plays the same thing in other things anyway so it's fine um but this so show is harrison ford shut up yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm trying to be more critical. Um, <laughs> no, but seriously, it looks it looks amazing. I can't wait. Um, I can't wait. I can't wait to to see how the rebellion began and just go to new places in the Star Wars um, galaxy and uh, yeah, and just see yeah. see how this all pans out. I hope it's as good as it looks because it looks it looks phenomenal. So we'll see how it pans out. Uh, Fulia, yeah. uh, what did you think of this trailer? Um, there was a lot going on. Um, I am kind of looking forward to seeing how this all pans out. 
Um, I haven't really watched Rogue One since it came out, so mm-hmm. I am still a bit, you know, fuzzy on some of the details there. <laughs> I know how it ends, so it's fine. Uh, <laughs> um, it looks, it looks cool though. I did get, I did get chills watching the trailer, uh, so I am definitely looking forward to actually seeing it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Nice. And that's it. You don't have anything else. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> yeah, very hard to go off by. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. It's okay. It's all right. There is, yeah. There, I, I suppose there's like there's a. You're, you're right. There's a lot going on in the trailer, and it's kind of hard mm. to unpack yeah. some of it, um, unless you just ramble about actors like I do. Michael. Hello. <laughs> what are your thoughts on this trailer? Um, I'm very interested. Definitely has the sort of different feel to everything else that's been coming out in Star Wars. Like the Star Wars stories like with um uh Rogue One and and a bit of Solo as well. It it definitely has the sort of uh, uh a different sort of angle to Star Wars mythos. Like with um like like with the um um uh Dave Filoni and and um and the other guy John Favreau uh, John Favreau uh, their their stuff looks a lot more what Star Wars looks like like in the original trilogy and a little bit of the prequel trilogy where this one is more obscure it's sort of got it's sort of on this way of all these characters that we've haven't met but also uh have met in in other different parts of uh, Star Wars, and what what were they up to, like alongside of the ma- main channel? Because uh, with this one, uh, they actually go to different places, like uh, like the start where all that woods is, like that's in Scotland, and and instead of doing the void sort of thing, that's it's actually homegrown, like real places that they went to to film, and you can definitely sort of. Feel it and see it as mm-hmm. well, as well, and all these different characters. It's more grounded. It's not. It, it's not a. Yeah, it's not a like a melodrama, like space opera sort of thing. It's more. It's a different genre, but with a Star Wars skin, and I kind of like that, of seeing it from a different point of view, a different angle, and hmm. it's something, something else. Um, with only uh, with only little ties to the actual main storyline like i'm not expecting like huge cameos like 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 being the start of the um um start of the rebellion i'm not thinking there's going to be an ahsoka trail um cameo or anything like that like not having like a, a deep fake sort of luke skywalker no not luke skywalker different time it's in the middle. He's he's a kid, <laughs> so I'm not I'm not expecting that, and I don't know. It's kind of a it's kind of a, a a good palate cleanser of all the all the Star Wars that we've been seeing and sort of um, getting hype for nostalgia. It's something something different, something cool, something something nice, something different, something weird, mm. something unusual, something unusual. Uh, except for Skarsgård, who, who, as you said, plays the same same old guy. 
over and over. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I can't, I can't like him being like. Um, I think he, I, th- I think in the trailer we we get to see him in two different stages of his life, like mm. one with long hair and one with short hair. You can tell it's a character yeah. change. So yeah, there was something going on there. Yeah, so seeing his um, see, seeing him is, is great. Mm, yeah, yeah, definitely a Emma fan. Yeah. Yes. I like it. So when yes. are, so when is this going to be? When when are the three episodes going to be dropped? Yes, yes, I was going to mention that. Um, so Andor unfortunately did get delayed um, by about three weeks. It will be releasing on the twenty first of September now. Um, which is not entirely too bad because it'll give She-Hulk some room to breathe because um, that's coming out soon. Um, and then the other cool thing, we're getting three episodes on release day. So that's, Oh, I didn't know that. That's... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah funny. Um, yes, 21st of September for Andor. All right, speaking of Disney+, Plus, our second trailer is for another upcoming series, this one of the animated variety... Uh, cars on the road. Ah, oh, it's the it's the the Lightning McQueen and uh, Maida series. Some of us have been waiting for. Um, <laughs> Don't knock um, it until you try it. No, yeah. no, I'm not. I'm just I'm I'm jesting. Um, <laughs> it looks it looks adorable as all hell. Um, I do I do really enjoy the first Cars movie. I've seen number two once and I thought it was okay, and I still haven't seen number three. Um, but you know, num- the first film is is fantastic, and I really love. Um, Owen Wilson and Larry the Cable Guy as these characters, so it's really cool that... Get her in. Get her in. Uh, <laughs> it's really cool that um, Disney have brought them back for this show. Um, so it looks like it might... Uh, well, it should be part of the quote-unquote Cars canon, um, I guess. And it's a good premise for, for like a fun, a fun series um, where, you know, they're road tripping to the other side of the country um and uh you know each episode looks like it'll probably you know them encountering whatever obstacle it is or meeting new new cars meeting there's like dinosaurs in this um <laughs> the cartaceous park i thought that was very funny um yeah it looks it just it looks fun it looks harmless and fun and cute and um yeah it might be worth a look oh, also ghost cars um I'm here for Halloween episodes, so <laughs> that's 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 pretty cool. Um, yeah, I don't really have too much else to say other than yeah, it looks it looks like it'll it'll be a good time. Um, I don't know if I'll watch it just because it's you know what I'm like with animated shit. Um, <laughs> I'm not. Well, then just throw it over to me. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm trying to do, Fulia. We know you. <laughs> we know you all too well. Yeah. Yes. I'll throw to you if you let me throw to you. Cars on the road. My thoughts. Now it's time for Fully's thoughts. Please. Yay. <laughs> um, you're right. It does look like it's a lot of fun. I am really looking forward to seeing this one. Um, I have seen all three of the Cars films. I will say out of all three, the first one is the best one. Cool. Um, you don't need to worry about watching the last one. It's fine if you don't watch oh, really? it. I, if you don't watch it, it's not going to be too much of a miss. Um, 
it's okay. But if you do want to watch it, it's got Nathan Fillion in it. Oh, okay. So, you know. <laughs> it's a slight draw card for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. Only his yeah, voice, no- though. Yeah, well, obviously. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Um, I love, I love Mater. He's so funny. <laughs> um, and just so, like, just his, his little southern sort of country voice just makes him even more adorable uh, as a rusty old truck. <laughs> Um, and then, you know, just the, the fact that they're going out on a road trip, um, Lightning McQueen's like, I'll come along with you. And it looks like it's just going to be a bunch of fun. They're going to be coming across some really cool new characters and some shady characters, uh, and something evil's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> there's no evil in the cars universe. Uh, so you say. Yeah. <laughs> um, definitely worth a watch with the family. Um, but me, just as a cartoon enthusiast, I'm going to watch it anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely looking forward to this. It's going to be lots of fun. Nice. Well said. Yeah. Well said. Uh, Michael, your thoughts on Cars on the Road? Yeah. I didn't really like cars. I mean, I could definitely see the appeal. It's like, oh yeah, cars. Get something. We need more toys. <laughs> Chuck it out. There we go. Yeah. All good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Mad Max one looks pretty fun. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. got a little Mad Max Fury in it. <laughs> I'll probably watch it for that. But There better be some good Australian actors in that. I think there is. I think there was someone doing some sort of Australian accent. But, you know, it could be could be anyone. <laughs> could be anybody. Could be anyone. <laughs> could be anyone, Ringo. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and they're doing their different adventures each episode. And, and there's ghosts in this universe. Okay. I suppose the second one was the second Cars movie was was um, a bit out there, so it would explain more of the universe within universe the law getting the car law, uh, the car logbook. Ha ha. Um, hmm. Yeah, the Mad Max is pro- probably the one that I'll probably just watch, and I couldn't care less. The um, Mater's sister. Unless Mater's sister is voiced by Dolly Parton, then there you go. <laughs> that would be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at this stage, there's no... I mean, apart from Larry the Cable Guy and Owen Wilson being cast, there's no other credits at the moment mm. um, available mm. for any of the other cast members. So we'll see what happens. Although there is a lot of um, music credits um, for some really well-known A-list pop and R&B artists. Oh, um, oh yeah. Jay-Z. Um, Who's he? Brad Paisley, Pitbull, Charlie Pluth, um, Luke Combs, Cheryl Crow, uh, Cheryl Crow, Joe Zimmerman, ZZ Ward, just to name a few. <laughs> so it's going to be a jukebox. 
car show. Kind of. Kind of yeah. makes sense. I mean, you listen to music while you drive, so. Yeah. I like I like the thought of it being like a sort of like a road trip playlist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so nice. when so when is this thing going going to drop, Kendall? Uh Cars on the Road will drop and drive into our hearts. On the 8th of September on Disney Plus. <laughs> it's either going to be smooth uh, rolling or it's going to crash and burn. I hope it's the first one. <laughs> we shall see. Okay, we have one more trailer to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a drastic switch in gears because um, it is a biopic, if you will. Um, a Netflix film by the name of Blonde. Um, oh, is, Blondie. It, no, 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 no. This is this is not the Deborah Harry biopic that no. I'm, I'm sure people are, are clamoring for. Um, yes. Yes. Me especially. I, you especially, yes. <laughs> It'll happen one day. A little um, brave blondie. This is a film about Marilyn Monroe. Um, as played by Anna de Armas in this movie. Um, and uh, it looks very interesting. Um, I've seen other movies and TV movies based on... Marilyn's life and her story and um, it was very, I mean, obviously very tragic because she died very young but um, just a tragic life in general. Um, You know, I mean, a lot of people that are, that achieve this level of fame as we know, you know, they 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 burn burn too bright and burn out too quickly. Um, I think it's going to be a very fascinating approach to her story and to her life. I'm very curious to see um, how Anna de Armas portrays her. Um, you know, little glimpses of it in the movie. I kind of like how, you know, we get this, you know, her talking about how, like, she's Norma Jean and Marilyn is a character that she plays. Um, I kind of like that approach to it. Um, so that's really fascinating to me. And just kind of obviously the non-traditional biopic approach, I suppose, um, with, you know, parts of this film look like they're going to be in black and white and other parts are in colour and, you know, different different things. Like, it's going to be kind of surrealist, maybe. I don't know. But uh, very much not your, your run-of-the-mill um, film in terms of that. So, yeah, I'm just... I'm very, I'm very curious. And I, I, I hope it's a good movie because there's a lot of buzz... There's been a lot of buzz about it for quite some time, and so I, I just really hope that it actually uh, pays off in spades when it comes out. Um, yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Um, Fulia, your thoughts on the trailer for Blonde? Um, yeah, uh, I have the same sentiment as if I'm pretty pretty curious, very very intrigued by this trailer. Um, I know some of Marilyn Monroe's sort of life details, but I don't know too much. Um, I know that she had a bit of a bout with mental health for quite some time, um, which then led to her 
passing, unfortunately. Um, but I want to know a bit more about what actually sort of went through with her because the trailer definitely showed us that even though she stepped into the the movie industry, she still she didn't feel like she was portraying other characters apart from herself, which was really interesting for me to to sort of see. And so now I am curious to know more about why she felt that way. Um, I th- I'm, I think I'm going to be watching this. Yeah. Nice. Sure. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Um, Michael, what are your thoughts on this trailer? Yeah, it looks very interesting. I mean, as you said, it definitely looks different than any other biopic. Um, which is probably called for because we we've seen all all different biopics and how how they sort of tackled the the subject matter and this particular thing is very interesting how they chop and change to like different like uh, ratio formats uh, because it's the part of the bygone era like all black and white and and definitely uh, recreating like iconic like. Uh, Marilyn sort of things like the wind going up the going up the dress and diamonds are a girl's best friend is probably what one of the biggest thing uh, one of the most known uh, Marilyn Monroe sort of songs I mean it gets parodied every time uh, speaking of DC you know mm. uh, Harley does it <laughs> when she is getting the shit kicked out of her by, by black mask mm. diamonds and yeah and um yeah definitely iconic and and dealing with uh issues that were pretty much unheard of and unknown like like with mental illness and addiction and how you show yourself um uh the persona that you show is not the same as the one that you 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 keep you you hold dear to you. So, um, and with uh, a nowadays audience would probably get get more of that, um, and and understand uh, where she is in her life. And yeah, and happy birthday, Mister President. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, it will be a sad one. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I'll definitely be watching this as well. So when will that be, Kendall? <laughs> yes. Well, uh, Blonde will be streaming on Netflix when it drops on the 28th of September. Um, Ash has mentioned that it's technically not a biopic. The book it's based on is a work of fiction. Oh. Ah. Well, they didn't specify that, so I'm not going to be watching it. <laughs> Thanks, Ash, for, for for making me dodge that bullet. <laughs> wow. Because on this podcast, we're all about nonfiction. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. Yep. Yep. <laughs> we want the truth. Mm-hmm. The truth will out. Yep. <laughs> Only truth is here. Okay. Anytime. 
<laughs> You're welcome, Ash. <laughs> uh, funny. Um, okay, cool. That's Trailer Park done. We are going to roll on out uh, because it's now time uh, what? for Shit. the moment. Oh. The segment. Ha <laughs> ha. The section. <laughs> the part. <laughs> the place. I <laughs> live. The, the spot of the show we like to call. Sweet pea. Popcorn culture. <laughs> Once you pop, you, you cannot can't stop. stop. Wow. <laughs> Hashtag not sponsored, but no. we'd love to be. <laughs> no. It happened to be there and I was like, I'll use it. <laughs> I have props. I love that. That's fantastic. <laughs> Pringles for the win. Yeah. Pringles for the win. What flavor? <laughs> oh, they're original. Yeah. I love the Boring. original one. No. I, I have sour cream and chives as well, but I just prefer the original for some reason. So just... do I. It's good. Yeah. Salt and vinegar. Somebody is good. And that's our popcorn culture. <laughs> what flavored yeah. chip? What's, what's your favorite <laughs> flavored chip? Yes. No, no. We're here to discuss something a lot more problematic than that. As we hinted about earlier, uh, when we were talking about Batgirl, um, uh, we thought it would probably be a good idea to um, kind of delve into that discussion a little bit more and um, ask the question, what would we like DC to do? What would we... What do we want them to do that's not what they're doing right now? Yeah. Or or any of the above. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, because as fans of, of, of superhero movies and comic book adaptations, I feel like I can speak for all of us when I say it's concerning that this has happened. Mm. Um, that, you know... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Just, it just. There's no, you know, there are some fans that want to pit Marvel against DC, and I know it's a decades-long thing, um, but I mean, there's no need for that. And like, we just want DC movies to be watchable, to be enjoyable, to be of good quality, um, to be released. <laughs> you know. Um, so, and with, you know, the announcement of the cancellation of Batgirl and then, uh, the further, uh, announcement of like, you know, oh, okay, we're going to do it. We're going to do a 10 year plan now. Um, you know, I think it's just kind of got us wondering if that's the right move. Uh, has Warner Brothers kind of shot themselves in the foot again by kind of doing this? like realigning their trajectory if you will um so yeah so the new the new ceo um david zaslav is his name um he has said thus uh we have done a reset we've restructured the business where we're going to focus um where there will be a team with a 10-year plan focusing just on dc it's very similar to the structure that Alan Horn and Bob Iger put together very effectively with Kevin Feige at Disney. Um, he also talked about the Batgirl cancellation. Um, 
and said, we're not going to release any film before it's ready. Um, so, yeah. Uh, what else do you say? We're not going to release a film to make a quarter. We're not going to release a film. The focus is going to be how do we make each of these films in general as good as possible. But DC is something that we think we could make better and we're focused on it now. Oh, okay. I'm glad someone's focused on it. Um, can we focus on not cancelling movies? <laughs> um, he also goes on to say, we think that we could build a long-term, much stronger, sustainable growth business out of DC. And as part of that, we're going to focus on quality. Um, which was kind of him alluding to the test screening uh, speculation about Batgirl, basically. Um and then apparently uh, the idea of expensive films going direct to streaming, he says, uh, we cannot find an economic case for it. We cannot find an economic value for it. So we're making a strategic shift. Our focus will be on the theatrical. So they've literally done a 180 from let's release, let's focus on HBO Max. Let's build this up as this big streaming service to rival Netflix, to rival Disney Plus. We're going to release all these things. Like you guys remember last year or the, I think it was early last year when they were like, we're going to release all the HBO Max movies at the cinema and on the, on the streamer at the same time. And a lot of people were yeah. happy, were happy about that, but more people were pissed about it. Um, so this is now, we're now pretty much getting rid of that idea. Yeah. Um, that was the, that was before the merger. Yes, it was. Yeah. Yes. And yes. the pe people who kicked up to think were the actual filmmakers. Yes, yes. I remember Denis Villeneuve uh, specifically, who was very pissed because Dune was one of those movies. Yeah. Um, and, and that, yeah, go on. And Christopher Nolan. Yes, Pretty of much course. fucked off. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes. Um, so I'm sure I'm sure the both of them are, are toasting uh, with a nice glass of Dom Perignon somewhere in the world about about all of this. Um, oh, we still got to get Dune two up and running. Yes, yes. Well, that's in production at the moment. Right now, yeah. Yeah, they're filming right now. Um, so HBO Max also looks like looks like it's headed for extinction. Um, there's going to be a merger with, I believe, the Discovery Plus streamer um, that exists. They're going to be joining them together. And there's been a bunch of content that's been removed from HBO Max as well. Um, so that's just bizarre. And then the other problem, of course, is... Uh, what does this mean for the DC movies that are already uh, in production or are about to come out? Um, but we'll get to that a little in a little bit. Um, Fulia, as a fan, like a very casual DC fan, you haven't really engaged too much with with DC as much as Michael and I have been trying to pull you in. Um, yeah. <laughs> as as someone who you know might want to weigh in to the franchise. What would you like to see Warner Brothers and DC kind of do? Like, does it, does the idea of a 10-year plan, does that entice you at all? Unfortunately, no, because they're about 10 years too late to do that. <laughs> 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 they should have done that way before this whole thing even became a thing. Um, they should have done it at the same time when Marvel was doing it, honestly. Um, but Marvel got the head start on it and they ended up 
kicking ass with it and it and it went really well and look where we are right now Mm. um but dc has failed to do that and it has failed to intrigue me i as a as a casual fan casual fan (laughs) in quotation marks um i can honestly say i'm i have seen dc films and i have seen dc shows um but for me, it's been, with the movies more specifically, I do enjoy the films as a standalone. Mm. Um, I, I don't think they really need to go in the sort of the Marvel sort of a universe sort of thing with, their, with the DCEU. Um, I just, I feel like their standalones have done well enough with some small flaws, that's you know, as to be expected. Not not every film is going to be brilliant, but um, I I have enjoyed some of their, their some of their films in the past. Like I liked I like Aquaman. Um, I really enjoyed the first Wonder Woman. I did see the second one, but I feel like the first one was a lot better. Um, I did watch Justice League. Um, that one time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was okay. Like it wasn't brilliant. It wasn't like up there with like Avengers or anything like that, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, I just, I feel like if they want to get more people into watching DC, DC movies more specifically, I, I think they do a lot better with their standalones than they do with the whole universe thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's kind of how I feel about it. No, that's 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 really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Michael, what are your your sentiments? Do you echo what Folia is saying, or how how are you feeling about the future of DC um, movies? Um. Yeah, I I think what they're doing is doing a hard reset when it comes to DC, which. Is probably warranted, so so people say, okay, is this connected to Snyderverse, or is this a standalone like Joker, or is this uh, something completely different? Because Peacemaker is sort of up in the air of like, oh, it's sort of connected, but sort of not, but it's also introducing different elements of the DC mythos. And, yeah, it's... I don't know how they would have, like, continued it without doing a reset and and if they're going to do like a <clears throat> like a 10 year plan and having that uh be something like the MCU where you have um yeah yeah Kevin Feige sort of type like watching watching over and uh getting uh directors and different fir- filmmakers to do their vision of a particular um uh either character uh with a touch of their uh style but also bearing in mind it's part of a bigger universe i don't think that would work i i think what they should be focusing on is doing like um like standalone stuff, like the Joker stuff. Like everyone knows Joker because everyone's 
seen Batman as well. And, yeah, it's really tricky because they try doing new stuff, but people, like, decide, no, this is not for us. I mean, probably probably something that comes to mind is probably Swamp Thing. I think uh, the logistics of it being way too expensive, but people watch it watch it as like ah oh, it's it's sort of like a a horror take of of a of a particular um dc sort of property mm. and i suppose they i suppose they need that sort of plan to do to do and sorry ash uh i think it it was a bad idea to make this announcement they should should let let it happen and let us figure out that was uh, what what they're doing. True, but they they want to hit the ground running like straight away, so they can be up there with like the Marvel stuff. Like every like um, every time there's a Marvel movie coming out, it's an event. I think that's what they want. They want they want to do. Um, Something that's going to reach them a billion dollars, and I think think because what they saw with um, Batgirl, it's like, well, this was going to go straight to HBO, so we're probably not going to make any money out of this anyway. So they just said, no, let's stop it. Uh, but with that mindset, you can't really like gamble with different things, which is also also difficult to justify as well, like. I would, I would love to see like the, the like the little things, like we get to see like, it would be great to see like um, a, a property that's quasi Batman but not Batman, like ha- having like um, I'm trying to think of a bit of the Rogues Gallery, like something uh, something as obscure as the Mad Hatter in that's part of uh batman like didn't they have they've got ideas but i'm not sure if they're going to be here or not but when they're thinking of doing like a an, an arkham tv show like that will be interesting like something mm. like without batman and and of course you probably get your naysayers it's like oh when's batman coming in it's like no this is not this is not for him we we already have seen batman this is something else we're introducing characters that that can be part of of uh, an upcoming Batman thing, which I think that's what the Matt Reeves Batman was going to be or so, something. So so now they've got Batman going. Maybe they should continue with what they have, and probably I'm not, I know you 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 get hate for this, but. Maybe the Snyderverse should finish. No more. But having said that, Peacemaker is still good. So. I know. <laughs> it's really difficult. It it is. And I want them to succeed because I want see I want to see something like rival Marvel. Because if you don't have rivalry, then Marvel can get away with stupid shit, and it's like ah, it's all right. We'll go for the next one. Yeah, because I, I mean, yeah, I suppose if you have the two 
studios, you know, even though I, I, I started this discussion with let's not have a rivalry, but now it's, <laughs> um, but like, but, but more, the- yeah, sorry. Sorry, I was just going to say, but more of a, like a, uh, you know, if DC movies are being made and Marvel movies are being made and the caliber is getting better than that, will just, it'll, they'll challenge each other. Like maybe that could be a good thing out of this 10 year plan, whatever is maybe going to happen now. Um, at least it might finally get Warner Brothers and DC to step the fuck up and actually take the shit a bit more serious I guess, in that sense. So maybe we'll actually start to see a lift in, and like, and even Marvel, because like we, we've talked about it a lot recently with Marvel, you know, how some things have just not met the expectation that we put on them because of how big the hype was, um, you know? So maybe this will also make Kevin Feige kind of go, oh, okay, I can't fucking, you know, just cruise through this shit the way I have been the last couple of years now, because I'm still riding that high of Infinity War and Endgame now. And, you know, we actually have to fucking deliver, you know, or like higher, you know, we have to put more effort in. Maybe I'm speculating. I don't know. But that's kind of how that makes me feel. Yeah. Like, we will turn. (laughs) (laughs) Like, have a look at Game of Thrones. We will turn. <laughs> and yeah, we will. I think uh, what probably prompted this as well is probably what happened with Comic-Con. Like, they, they essentially only had two things to look at, and we already knew that that was coming out, like Shazam and Black Adam. Mm. And, yeah. Yeah, I feel like this is... You know, it became clear very quickly that, you know, because I remember even saying, where's a Batgirl trailer? Or where's something to do with Batgirl? Um, and there was nothing. And now it's it's making perfect sense now because they had probably already decided that that, you know, that Comic-Con was only two weeks ago. They would have already decided to pull the plug yeah. um, on, on it. So, yeah, that makes they, a whole lot of sense. Or they were putting their ducks together. Or they were, yeah, getting their ducks in a row to do so. Um, And speaking of pulling the plug, um, there are a lot of DC projects either in production or uh, about to be released or about to go into production. Uh, And my feeling is none of them are safe. Um, I mean... (laughs) uh, the David Zaslav, the CEO, he did comment on um, uh, Black Adam, uh, uh, Aquaman, and The Flash, and maybe Shazam as well. But he's like he's seen those movies already, um, and they have confidence in them. Like he and Warner Brothers Discovery actually have faith in those movies, so they're not uh, apparently, including The Flash, including The Flash, still this fucking Ezra Miller-shaped elephant in the fucking room that is not being commented on. and that's Reverse Flash. That's rever- yes, Reverse Flash now. Thank you, Michael. Um, that is just... It's just there, and it's not being acknowledged. Um, but they're happy with the movie, apparently, and that's all still going ahead. Um, but, you know, there are other projects like 
you know, Blue Beetle that's filming at the moment, um, the Supergirl movie that's supposed to be happening, um, the Flash movie is supposed to introduce Supergirl and she's getting her own thing, um, what the fuck's going to happen with uh, Matt Reeves' projects that he has in the works. I mean, obviously we're going to get a Batman 2. I, th- I feel like that. I feel like that's safe. Obviously, I, I mean, despite your jokes before, Michael, I, I think Joker 2 is safe. Um, mm. But everything else I think is fair fucking game um, at this point. I would not be surprised uh, to see any more, you know, cancellations uh, or, or or changes of direction regarding other projects. Um, yeah. Yeah, which is really disappointing, I will say, because... I, I was hopeful and and thought that maybe DC was on a you know an upward momentum because again like Joker was a big success. Um, say what you will about the Snyderverse, I I thought the Snyder Cut was a nice kind of redemption for that part of the franchise or like a nice bookend for Snack Zack Snyder's vision um, for that franchise. Um, and of course the bat, ma- the Batman, Battinson was, was huge, um, and made bank. So, you know, um, I was, you know, these, all these other things coming and especially cause the flash, we, it, last time we had fucking what the DC fandom thing and they dropped all those trailers and there was that brief look at the flash movie that was really fucking cool. Um, yeah, except Ezra Miller's a fucking psycho now. So that's fun. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm annoyed. I'm really annoyed. Um, yeah. yeah, it's all very annoying. But yeah, Se- I know. What yeah, do you think? Sequel, sequels are safe. Yeah, but what? Yeah, um, Folia, do you have any any thoughts on uh, any of the movies that are in production or series? Like, I know I'm not I'm not sure how invested you are, but I don't know. What do you think they'll they'll get rid of anything else, or they might stick to their guns and and just not announce anything else until after these things are done sort of thing. Um, I feel like they might not announce anything until they're, you know, whatever it is they want to do is set in stone a bit more. Um, the movies that are pretty much at the end of their production, like they're in post-production now, I would assume they're going to be safe to be put out into cinemas um but a lot of the stuff that hasn't even been announced yet um or you know things that have been announced but they probably haven't started production or anything like that or in the middle of may not be safe um yeah i don't know because batgirl was in the middle of their production when they decided to call it quits and um, it is quite disappointing to, to hear that because, you know, they invest a lot of money and time into doing the whole, like actually making the film that when you all of a sudden hear about the fact that it's just not going to happen anymore, you're like, oh, okay, there goes a lot of money. Um, all yeah. their, in- all their, all their investors aren't going to be happy about it either. Um, so yeah. yeah, I don't know it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. Yeah, it is gonna be tough. I mean, yeah, and especially for Batgirl, it's just 
I would have thought that like the draw card alone of Michael Keaton as as returning as Bruce Wayne Batman would be enough. Um, but you know they've said <clears throat> pretty much explicitly that they didn't have any faith in the film. And to be honest, as much as I wanted to see it, um, I. Oh, I feel like the lack of faith in Batgirl was abundantly clear when they said they were going to put it on streaming instead of in the cinema. Um, yeah. That that was the first misstep for me. Um, that was just very disappointing. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like... Look, I feel like if they've got, fla- they got faith in The Flash um, and Supergirl's going to be in The Flash, then maybe her movie is safe. But then again, I don't know. It's too tough to call. Michael, what do you what do you think about these projects that might not end up working out? Yeah, it also depends on what uh how well the flash is going to go. Like people know of the um controversies with within the flash. Uh but and they're going to wait a year. <laughs> for it to die down maybe i don't know if people still there's a lot who would be interested in it by then i don't know i mean how can you have a trailer and remind you oh yeah ezra miller's in it and yeah it all depends on how where it goes and then maybe on the back of that and how it's going to end maybe we do get a supergirl uh superwoman sorry um uh, super, super girl, that was going to be a thing, uh, but no longer. Um, on how well that um, it ends, and as I said, there's they had the reshoot. Um, ben Affleck in the in the Aquaman two, and I don't know. Maybe after this, they'll they'll just say, okay, anything that's related to previous things, we can stop. Um, probably that's why Joker is probably going to keep on going, and then and the Matt Reeves Batman's going to keep on going along those lines, and anything else, and that's why I'm worried about Peacemaker because mm. I do enjoy that, mm-hmm. and after Guardians Three, what is James Gunn going to do? Because apparently he's got a, a lot more to, a lot more in the tank to do, and it's just up to them to say no. Say so, okay, can I? And we'll probably have to do something else within, uh, something that's not connected, just something from the ground up. That's even difficult <laughs> to hit the ground running, and that's why mm. I'm worried about Blue Beetle <clears throat> as well. It's like, do are they going to say, well, it's something new, maybe? Maybe we should do like a reboot of of Superman again. Something that everyone knows. IP is king. Like, <clears throat> who knows the Blue Beetle? No one does. There's no, uh, and I really hope that they do gamble sometimes, and sometimes it works. But the way things are going, I'm worried. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm still worried. Yeah, yeah, me too. It's very, <sighs> very, it's very, very concerning. And yeah, especially you, you brought up Peacemaker a couple of times. Like that's you know we talked about our 
favorite things of 2022 so far last week and Peacemaker was the top of my list like yeah it's it's a fantastic show and because it's on HBO Max and because it's part of the DCEU it's yeah it's it's fate is kind of up in the air now um and that's yeah it's very disappointing because it's a fucking fantastic TV show and I'm not worried about James James Gunn not having a job because I think I think after after the Suicide Squad because was received well and Peacemaker was received well, I think he still has still still has something to to offer. It's just mm, mm. the stuff well, from the ground up. I mean, I feel like they could there 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 could if enough people watched it, which I'm sure a lot of people did watch Peacemaker, but. Yeah. Um, they 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 could definitely find a way to continue it without ever having to really connect it to anything else. Like they could continue it just as a TV show and not worry. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It just depends on if they want to actually kill dead the DCEU as it is now, I suppose, or how deep that that goes. If that's the decision that they're making, but you know. I don't know. It's 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 rough. It's tough. You know what also pissed me off? So I read that um, fucking the guy who runs the DC movie division, Walter Hamada, had no fucking idea. <laughs> like that Batgirl. Seriously? Yeah, they cancelled it. They cancelled Batgirl without talking to him. I mean, he's wow. the head, and he's the head of the DC movie like section. Is of so Warner is Brothers. he is he like the Kevin Feige of DC? Oh. Sort or of. not, not really. Not really, but sort of. Okay. Like he's okay. pro- he's like overseer ish, but yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but basically, so- like he he, I feel like he's the guy that just you know he knows the direction of the movies yeah. and stuff. I think he, I think he's the the go to guy. It's like, hey, can I can I use this character? No, we're using him for something else. Maybe. Yeah. Along yeah. those lines. Along those oh, lines. Okay. Yeah. So they didn't tell him and he, um, yeah, he almost quit his job over it. Um, but apparently he's staying on uh, until after Black Adam comes out and then he's leaving, even though he's contracted until 2023, apparently. Um, but I was just like, really? They've just gone, ah, oh, new boss. Okay. Fuck you. <laughs> we're gonna do what we want because we make the money oh, oh, i just yeah i don't know did you watch uh hollywood babylon today i i started i started listening to it yes i i've i'm currently they're talking to the 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 actor who is in hook <laughs> that's where <laughs> i that's where i'm up to <laughs> yeah um there is a story behind this as well oh okay because Kevin uh, uh, may or may, yeah, fuck it, spoil it. He fine. he was uh, working on a thing with uh, DC. Oh, like a new thing. A new thing. And, oh fuck! And it turns out that uh, after the big the big uh, death and his sickle. Whoosh, it's like no more. It's like oh, we've been working on this for for a while now. So bugger. So he's and the thing that he's going to, 
he's working on is going to now be be a comic. Oh, so it's changed from a live action thing to a comic thing. Well, he's decided to change it up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can't oh, remember. That sucks. Yeah, I can't remember if it was an animated thing or a or, or a live action thing. Um, the like a show about um, like uh, characters that are not the main ones that we know of, like uh, Spider uh, Spider Man, Batman, Superman, and all them. Yeah. Uh, so not like more like the secondary or the yeah the third sort of tier. Like ones that ones that are a little bit obscure and also mm. yeah, uh, but I'll let uh, Kevin tell the story when you get up to it. Okay, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's wow, that's crazy though. So he's just going to take that idea and say and and go to DC Comics and say, hey, got an idea for a comic. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well. Um. I suppose as for what I would want DC to do, because I haven't really talked about that yet. Um, just to, they should do I, fucking better. <laughs> they should do better, absolutely. They should do better. Um, yeah, it's just... Yeah, I, I, I mean, I kind of agree with Folio about the standalone thing, because the attempt at a shared universe just didn't mesh well with the fans. I suppose, um, like I appreciate Zack Snyder for, you know, being very creative and taking his own initiative and his own aesthetic to, um, to these characters and to these worlds. But yeah, it just wasn't, it wasn't, I don't know what we wanted, I guess, out of, out of DC. Um, I don't know, which is strange because, you know. The Dark Knight was all, you know, realism and gritty and all this stuff. But then, you know, DC was just a bit too too far into that. And then, well, some people say the Batman was even further into that. But I thought I thought that was fine. Um, and yeah, and I I, I love the, the the Snyder Cut. I thought the Snyder Cut of Justice League was fantastic. Um, definitely too long, but mm. it the realized vision was incredible. Um, and I really enjoyed watching it. So, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, there's a part of me that wants to see DC do a shared universe, but I, like you said, fully, I think the opportunity's come and gone, to be honest. Um, cause now it just feels like, especially because Zaslav's like, oh, rig, we're, he's like actually name dropping Bob Iger and Kevin Feige. Like, in saying we're going to do what they did. Like he's actually saying that now. I'm like, don't, don't say it. Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly what you said for Like, just don't just, just let's just, if you're going to do it, just do it. Like now, cause now we know what you're going to do and now we're all going to be extra vigilant and extra judgy and extra analytical of, of where you're going yeah, with this. It's just like it's just like pe- it's just like um, people who watch Marvel now. It's like, oh, it's how how is this connected to the overall picture? And yeah, I, like me, I'm trying to break break out of that. I said, no, it's, yeah. it needs to be a standalone story. How's this? It, is it a standalone story that's worthy of my time? <laughs> and only slight 
um, connections. That's why I like Moonlight, um, Moon Knight so much because uh, the only thing connected to Moon Knight is the actual plane mm. and that concept and how and how the afterlife is part of that part of the MCU law now. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, mm. do more of that, please. Yeah, yeah. No, you're you're right because it it totally ties into um the 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 hype and fatigue of that hype that Marvel has has given us. Um, you know, not everything does need to be connected. So mm. I mean, I suppose it's the same for me why I stopped watching the CW shows, the Arrowverse shows, because they did their connected story, and it was awesome. It paid off. I spent a lot of hours watching these shows. Some episodes were dog shit, mm-hmm. but, a, but a lot of them were very good. And I, it was fucking absolutely worth it. Um, but I stopped after that. So, you know, and now the MC, we're in this weird phase with the MCU where it's, you know, how do you fucking live up to, you know, one of the greatest achievements in movie history really just this long form shared universe storytelling and the fact that they stuck the landing as well is insane um something that took 10 years to make yeah they put the fucking time effort and care into it and planned it out um so you know i mean obviously with the multiverse saga now a thing that'll probably be you know i mean we're going to be comparing him forever that's never going to end but you know I don't know. We'll see how it pans out. But I mean, yeah, I mean, Moon Knight was good for the fact, I will say, that it was on its own. Um, I mean, but I'm a sucker for Easter eggs. So I just... So oh, <laughs> see, yeah. I'm, par- I'm part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm part I, of the problem. I do but... enjoy the odd Easter egg every now and again. But if it's like every week we get yeah. to see one one easter egg it's like and we're looking for the next easter egg and the next yeah one. because i feel like that's a big part of why multiverse of madness was a slight letdown um because it was the first like it was hyped up as the multiverse movie of madness of madness you know and it fell short of that because we put all these tickets on it thinking it was going to be you know, X, Y, Z characters were going to be in it and all this stuff, which is part of the funs, part of the fandom. It's why we love it. But at the same time, it's, yeah. So if DC take this different approach and then just stick to, stick to these, you know, I'm going to do, you know, Todd Phillips is going to be over here with Joker and Matt Reeves is going to be over here with Batman and Gotham and, and James Gunn is over here with Peacemaker. That's, that's fine. We don't need to, we don't need to link them all up. We can just... We just need to get back to, I think, enjoying these movies for what they are and stop trying to, I don't know, make them, I don't know, put these, we put these expectations on the, on all these movies now. And it's, it's, yeah, it's become a bit of a beast. And so I hope that DC, whatever they're going to do, it's, I don't know, they, they fucking think about it real hard. Yeah. And don't waste any money. <laughs> Unfortunately, they still haven't cracked the code for DC multiverse. No, not uh, interconnected universe. Yeah, no, they still haven't. I mean, um, say what you will. I think I think with the um, Justice League sort of saga with uh, Man of Steel, I think they just they reached the end too too quick. A hundred percent. Yes. Like, 
you sh- you shouldn't have done Death of Superman, the second outing of Superman. No, I and I am f- eternally going to be angry about that because it's fucking stupid. <laughs> it, it wasn't earned. Ooh, it wasn't no. earned at all. That's why you need a ten-year plan. Yep. So when you you know so when you have a giant purple man crushing my beloved's neck, it means something, you know. <laughs> Even though it doesn't. Hashtag still salty. <laughs> hey, the bitch is still alive. He wasn't at Valhalla. That we saw. <laughs> Maybe it should have been Loki there, not not um, Ezra Miller. What? <laughs> Idris, Idris Elba. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, I'm, I'm crossing you're, universes. You're crossing universes. You're correct, though. It should have been Loki. Anyway. But um, it wasn't because he's still alive. The prick. Uh, yeah. Cockroach. Wow. <laughs> he's alive somewhere, at least, and that's okay. All right. I and think... now you have to choose which one. Well, which version of Loki yeah. I want? Which variant? The real Loki or the variant Loki? That's why? another question for another time. Why not? Why not both? Because you can't. <laughs> because we learnt. We learnt in Multiverse of Madness incursions and they're dangerous. And there's going to be a huge one at the end of Phase 6. Yep. And we're going to see two Lokis fighting each other. I hope so. That'd be nice. And see, this is why I love Marvel. This is why I haven't been able to invest myself into DC because there is so much that we can talk about with all of these Marvel characters and the stories that have interconnected themselves in this whole universe. This is why I'm always coming back for more with Marvel. DC has not been able to do that for me at all. And it's, it's, it's why whenever a DC IP comes out, I am not interested in seeing it because it's not hyping me up for the story the way that Marvel does it. Right. Mm. Mm. I suppose... Uh... DC has definitely cornered the market of um, animated films. Yeah, 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 yeah. They definitely make uh, very good animated films. I mean, some of the best animated movies, like, you know, in that area have, have been DC, so yeah, can't, can't argue there. Like, I can pick off a couple that are pretty much my favourite, and... My favorite DC anything really, <laughs> yeah. Like, like Under the Red Hood is oh yeah, got to be my favorite. Yeah, it's the best one. Yeah, and you got Oops. and you and you got uh oh shit um ah oh, guy who plays Bender, Jesus, John DiMaggio. John DiMaggio. I knew his last name was DiMaggio, but I couldn't remember his name. Uh, John DiMaggio it plays the Joker. Hmm. Which is absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. His take of the Joker is pretty cool. Like it's right up there with with like, you know, Hamill and all that. 
Mm. <laughs> of a, a Joker voice. Yeah, he does a very good job. Yeah, yeah. See, why can't DC invest more of their time and money into their, into their live action stuff the way they do it with, with their animations? Yeah, that's a question we've been asking um, for probably 10 years. Um, <laughs> almost 10 years anyway. Because they're in the, in the same mindset of if a movie has to make a billion dollars. And that's Where, the yeah, I was going to say, and that's the, just the mindset that they're trying to get back to now. Is like we want to focus on movies and have them be these big, big money box office draws. Yeah. yeah. Look, the only way they're going to get me to come back for like all of their stuff, even though I'm still, I still watch some bits and pieces of the DC stuff. Yeah. Is if they do more standalone because I really enjoy them. Okay. They they work so much better for the for the DC the DC properties honestly, um, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, like even even Suicide Squad the first one. That one I enjoyed. It had a chance. Yeah, I know a lot of people had a lot of hate for it, but I enjoyed it. And it was a standalone. So I kind of preferred that one over the one that came out by James Gunn. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. You're allowed to have your opinion. Um, I mean, just like opinions are just like assholes. <laughs> Everyone has one. Everyone has one. I mean, look. And they're usually full of shit. Anyway. Suicide Squad. Wow. What, so the first Suicide Squad. It isn't a standalone, but I mean, you can view it. It felt, can, it felt like it. You can view it as a standalone. Mm. Um, like all those movies you mentioned, you can view them yeah. as standalones. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. All right. I think we should probably <laughs> wrap it up. I don't think I've got any more rants left um, to say uh, other than I, I hope whatever this 10-year plan thing is that they're cooking up. I just hope it's I hope it's good, and uh, we get to see some real cool shit. And uh, they fucking just take their time, and they earn. They fucking earn it. They need to fucking earn it. That's that's all I want. Just whether it's connected or not, you have to earn the respect and the, the loyalty <laughs> of the of the fans, right? Sorry. Sorry, I'm just reading the comments. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. That's okay. Um, yeah, any final thoughts, Fulia, Michael? Big shrug. DC, do better. <laughs> DC, do better. <laughs> and, yeah. I like the James Gunn one because they made Polka Dot Man work. Yes, they did. That is hard to do with a character that is fucking stupid <laughs> and he had the best backstory ever yes he did anyway <laughs> rant over uh yeah dc do better <laughs> yeah we all DC agree do or agree dc be- dc, DC do, do better, better. dc yeah. do better please mm. do better uh please do better and don't cancel any more movies yes 
ones are like half done yeah maybe maybe this is this is my time to go back and watch some of the dc films that i haven't seen and sort of see where they could have done a bit better what is that look for <laughs> well first uh you go back to the 70s and you watch yeah. superman oh yeah have you seen the original superman uh, 78 i can't remember okay if i have i would have been a kid okay the Bye. only the only thing i remember watching superman was the animation but it was i was i was probably still in primary school at that time but i do remember vividly superman animation that i watched as okay. kid yeah so i did so i do i do enjoy some of dc stuff i just they with with what's with the what what they've been trying to do it hasn't got me invested in it okay yeah no, that's okay well you need to watch Shazam yeah okay <laughs> yeah i think you probably enjoy that one yeah and I it's think a, so. and it's a good standalone one it is, it is it is i mean they they do reference uh you know batman and superman in in the film but you yeah, can but watch so it do, as a standalone so yeah. does eternals in a weird way yeah so. yeah true very so, true. <laughs> so those comics are in <laughs> yep <laughs> Okay. What's going on? I will I will do some yeah. research onto where I can watch these things. Yes, please do. Please yeah. do. Please do. Alright. Let's wrap it up there, shall we? Shazam. Shazam. Um hope you guys enjoyed our uh discussion slash rant about Warner Brothers and DC and hopefully and and fully is lovely Doctor Strange Woody. Um uh, <laughs> <laughs> DC not Marvel. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, no, no. See, we still got to speak about Marvel. So it counts. Oh, we we did. Yeah. <laughs> Life finds a way. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, that's about all the show we got, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good, that was a good show. That was well a done. good, it was a good epic show. Loved yeah. it. Loved it. Hope you guys did too. And, and that, that, that was, was a podcast, podcast called Fred. Fred. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest Fred content. If you'd like to listen to Freddy Alien, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. If you'd like to watch Freddy Alien, you can head over to youtube.com forward slash Freddy Alien Productions. And if you're watching us right now, make sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell icon for future content, because it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Dare I yeah. say, it is awesome. Dare also, now you can also watch us on Twitch. Yes, we're on Twitch. Fred the Alien Twitch. Fred. Fred. Twitch. 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 So much twitching. So much twitching. I've been a Kendall Richardson. I've been a Fulia Kantarmaju. And I am the now CEO of DC. I'll run it because no one else will. Hey, good. Please. And, and you, you just, just experienced a podcast, a podcast called Fred. 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 Now synced in.
Yeah. Fred the Twitching Alien. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice one, Ash. <laughs> Fred the Twitching Alien. Come on. <laughs> Woo. Woo. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Thank you for listening and watching. We appreciate it. Thank you. Freddy lives. Loki dies. The doctor is in. And DC do better. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure to look after yourself and your mental health. Yes, please do. Please do. It's important. Yes. It's, it's very important. Oh, well, until next time. Bye-bye now. And... and... See you.